girl, Shakira B. And we are the Bugetto Podcast. Woo! The Bugetto Podcast is a dialogue between two best friends taking on the challenge to break barriers, end generational stigmas, and defy gravity. We are modern day African American women transcending stereotypes. Y'all didn't know we knew those words, did y'all? Okay. So now it's time for the praise break of the week. And for those of you who don't know, the praise break of the week is anything that happened to you that was worth a run and a shout of praise. So, Parker, what was your praise break of the week? So, I was, my praise break of the week is going to be really interesting. So, I do have some wonderful things that are happening as well. And we'll get to those things uh, later on in the show. But I will say that my praise break of the week is that recently I have been really working through getting over rejection. And I know that doesn't seem, some of y'all may have seen my post about rejection and y'all know I don't post nothing unless I'm really going through it. Okay. (laughs) And I'm not, what Beyonce say, I'm, uh, I'm taking my own advice. I'm not just preaching. I'm taking my own advice. So, um, recently y'all know, like I said before on our last podcast that I've been dating and y'all dating and then dating, dating during COVID is just. Another beast, right? When you finally feel like you're ready and it's like, oh, snap, I'm putting myself out there and I'm opening myself up. And really, you know, in taking chances to try to find love, you can really get your heart broken, right? Um, so one thing that I have been really trying to re- recognize is that, of course, I'm a wonderful person. Of course, I'm amazing. I'm beautiful. All these things. But I am not for everyone and everyone is not for me. Period. Yes. And that doesn't mean that I'm a bad person or that they're bad people. It just means that there is one person that will come into alignment with me and I just haven't met that person yet. So rejection doesn't necessarily mean that I need to start lowering my standards. Rejection doesn't mean that I need to give up and just say, you know, forget love, all that stuff. Rejection doesn't mean that, you know, I'm not as beautiful as I think and something is wrong with me. Because, of course, you know, I've had all these thoughts, right? Like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Like, damn. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, do they not see me? Like, what? (laughs) Okay, but the reality is, like I said, I'm not for everyone and everyone is not for me. And alignment is so important. Connection, chemistry, all of those things, you know, we should, of course, have a list and stuff. But you'll meet so many people who mark everything off of your list, right? But that doesn't mean that they're necessarily meant for you. And that doesn't mean that they're called to your life because in the spirit you know, that's where you have to be guided by. Yeah. And the spirit knows and the spirit knows your future, what you're called to do, what that person is called to do. So many different things, right. That play into it. So, um, I'm not giving up. I'm still dating. I'm still putting myself out there. Um, I'm super tired of continuing to hear the question. Oh, why are you still single? Something must be wrong with you. Oh, you must be mean. I'm none of the above. I am literally just waiting on the person for me. Come on. So I hope that encourages anyone out there because I know some people think, oh, Parker has all these guys coming to her and all these different things. It's difficult for me too. And that's okay. Um, And hopefully sometime soon, I'm claiming it in 2021 that I will have my man also. Yeah. Um. And I'm being intentional about it and I'm I'm putting and making the time for it and I'm serious about it. So, um, yeah. What was your praise break of the week, best friend? Yes. Well, I just want to say I'm so proud of my best friend, Thank y'all. You. 
rejection is really hard. And Lord knows. I know. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily. Well, I can't send them in department too. Because I just got in the being blessed right there. I know that. But I'm saying like just in life, the woes of rejection. You know, we were just talking about. Um, that rejection doesn't necessarily mean like something's wrong with me. It really is a redirection, like yeah. can constantly redirecting to what is for you. Yes. So I'm very proud of that. I'm proud that you're changing your perspective because we know you're going to have a man. I know you're going to have a man. He's going to be great. Yay. Whoever you are out there. <laughs> Just saying. Um, my race break of the week. Um, hmm, let me see. I got two things I guess I could announce. Well, I guess I can announce my... So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, I've officially, officially have my final foreign service interview. Woo! Oh, my gosh. She's going overseas, be... y'all. She's going overseas. Okay. It's going to be in the month of March. So, really pray for me. Keep me lifted. During this time, I've been practicing. I've been studying. Got all my little question tabs up now. I'm looking like Parker with a thousand tabs. You no, know I be having a whole bunch of tabs <laughs> up on the internet. <laughs> um, with the tabs, with the questions that they may uh, or may not ask me, and I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I know this is a new journey, and just like Parker said, with you know rejection, I know that spirit has me, and spirit is going to guide me to where I need to be, whether that is the country I'm supposed to be in, whether it's this job or not, whether it's maybe the person that's proctoring my exam, I needed to meet them, who knows, but I just know that I'm excited and I'm ready for the next step and it is going to take, yes, it's going to take a while uh, to get through the whole process. I know y'all might be hearing me talk about this for years. Yeah. Literally, this has been a long, it's a long process. So just continue to pray for me and keep me lifted. Yay! Thank you. I am so excited, y'all. Yeah. I just have to say this. We have been talking about the foreign service for Shakira forever. Like literally when we first met as friends, this goes all the way back to then. And so the story of her even beginning to work at the State Department, it is all literally God's work. Like, seriously, y'all. Nothing but God. Nothing but God. (laughs) So I am super excited. This is literally a prophecy being fulfilled right now. So I'm so happy. I can't wait for whatever country she chooses because y'all know I'm a media all the time. Okay, y'all already know. So we're going to have to figure out another way to record the podcast eventually. We're going to get there. So y'all send us some there. resources. Yeah, resources, please. I was looking up. I told you something about Zoom. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, good, yes. So we can still, you know, do our recordings and all that stuff or whatever. And we also, we have heard y'all. So many of y'all have reached out to us about recording more often. <laughs> <laughs> when I say so many, y'all love us so many of y'all we have love y'all out. Too. we love y'all when too. i tell y'all i love this bmo right here <laughs> <laughs> let me okay. tell y'all let me tell y'all okay literally we love y'all and we've been resting 2020 was about rest but 2021 we ready <laughs> we ready <laughs> seriously okay <laughs> 
Period. Oh, y'all. Okay. We coming hard for you. We coming hard. We coming hard for show. So, we will go on ahead and introduce our topic, topic of, of the day. day. Drum roll, please. New Year, still ghetto. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. If 2020 ain't prepared you for nothing else, honey, it it prepared a lot of people for just a lot. Like, a lot (laughs) happened last year. Yeah. A lot. Like, it's just really sad. Like, the where the country is, COVID, businesses, people dying. People not having proper burials or funerals for their family. Not getting proper closure. Mm -hmm. Our beloved Black Panther is gone. Mm -hmm. It's just just so much. That took me down. Kobe. I I mean, the list goes on. 2020 was just really the the ghetto. And somebody had, I saw something recently that said, maybe someone was prophetically speaking something when they said 2020 is hindsight. Because who would have known that 2020 would have brought so much out? Yeah. Like, people are either learning things about themselves, people are growing, people are seeing that they suffer with, you know, not being able to be seen and not being in the videos and <laughs> all on the all people that turn into TikTok experts and dance yeah. choreographers. Oh, wow. Just all yeah. sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it's been a lot. This has absolutely been a year, and we only are a weekend to 2021, and it's still a year. <laughs> it seems like, is this 2021, 2020.2? Like, what is really happening? Um, so much is going on, but 2020, I will say, just like you said, Shakira, it was so much happening, so much revealed throughout the world, but also so much revealed within ourselves. Yes. I don't know how many people across the world have been able to spend this much time alone or this mm-hmm. much time with family or this much time really recentering. Yeah, with their kids, spouses. spouses, recentering on what really matters. You know what I'm saying? Really learning how to have work life balance. Because a lot of us, I mean, when I look back before this year, I'm like, well, can you believe we used to commute from Baltimore to DC every day child not no more oh my god how and we still were going out still going to happy hours still going to balls you still playing a whole freaking ball you were literally miss black maryland i mean what oh my god i was traveling so So much much, for work i can't even believe the house literally oh my gosh so this year was really a year when we tell y'all that we rested. We really did, seriously. And I know and we ain't talk about no little bit of rest. Oh no, we been up in that bed. Oh my god, I'm talking about wake up at eight, eat, go back to sleep at one, eat, go back to sleep at four. Out for the day. Out for the day. Oh my God. Rest so long, your damn back hurts. You know that's a good rest. Back hurting. Woo. Forgetting. Did I wash today? Hold on. I've been in this bed too long. Oh my God. I'm confused. I'm trying to tell you literally. And it's necessary because I really feel like this is a reset for the world. Like, this is a reset. <laughs> It's 
everything is about to go to a new level. And I'm not saying that like on some like, I'm a pastor. This your year. This your year. I don't know that. But what I will say is what I do know is that things are about to go to a whole new level for real. So what has been happening for you in 2020 since we haven't talked to the people since October? Yes. Sorry, y'all. But what has been happening behind the scenes for you? So behind the scenes for me, I will say I have really devoted a lot of my time to my new relationship. Yes. Which I absolutely do love, y'all. Yes. Um, and I've been learning so much, not only about myself, but about my partner the way we both interact, things that trigger us, things that are, you know, traumas for us, things that we like, things that are exciting. Like, I don't want y'all to be like, oh, Lord, they're getting deep over here. I mean, they but, are absolutely. You know, absolutely. But we do have deep conversations, deep discussions, and we talk about a lot. And I think one thing that I was just talking to Parker about, which I knew already, that I had some control issues, y'all. <laughs> just, you know, bear with me. I've been going through a lot. <laughs> but that I had some control issues. And it wasn't until my partner highlighted the type of control issues that I had that was displaying in the relationship. Mm. You know, it's one thing I'm like, oh, I'm controlling my life. Ain't nobody going to take me off track. You know, Parker and I got about 50, 11 contingency plans i got a backup for the backup for the backup and then when that backup <laughs> don't work i still got a plan <laughs> like seriously um and i had to really realize that in the last week uh going into 2021 i had to realize like you know where does my control come from and why do i want so much control and i think like i said it comes from just um just different environments growing up. When you're growing up, people don't talk about how you really are at the emotional pace of your parents. Yeah. And oftentimes if your parents aren't emotionally stable or emotionally mm-hmm. safe or the household isn't safe. And I'm not talking about like my household, of course, was safe. Like things were brought forth, everything or whatever. When you don't necessarily feel like people are paying attention to you mm-hmm. or you can express yourself in the way you want to. Those are all things that go back to environment safety yeah. or whatnot. Um, and I had to realize that like growing up as a child, like I had a beautiful childhood and nothing against my parents. I love y'all. Y'all know that. Um, but I can say and everybody know, even as being a friend of mine, I am such an extrovert. I need a lot of attention. Like over this break, I think me and Parker was on the phone with eight hours. I think I screenshot it. Literally on the phone. Like, no breaks, y'all. I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> like, literally on the phone for eight hours. And that's not saying, like, I got to be on the phone with everybody for eight hours or I have, like, an obsessive type, you know, personality or whatnot. But I love the chalk. I love the chat. If anyone knows, I love deep discussions. Mm-hmm. I'm always talking about something. I'm always knowing current events, what's happening, what's going on. And so sometimes when you didn't have that type of um, safety, you just start building up walls of control. Like, well, I can control my environment. I can, you know, control this. I can, you know, make sure I show up this way so nobody say nothing to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm realizing, like, 
that's not authentic all the time to a relationship with someone that you mm. love. So, something I'm working on. Pray for me, y'all. I've been doing, Parker done put me on with reprogramming. Yes. But last night I had a crazy dream. I kept that thing off. Ah! I don't know what I'm reprogramming. I had a crazy dream, too. I ain't gonna lie to you. I did. But I was like, too. oh, no. Uh-uh. I was it was good, though. It was, it was good, deep, though. though. It was deep. But it was like... A little too deep and I was like maybe every other day <laughs> I'm gonna do this uh, but I can tell it is reprogramming my subconscious because it's pulling out the what I had in the dream is pulling out the deep depths of things that I fear mm. so it's working yeah I can yeah. honestly say that oh that's yeah. good oh where do I begin I think what have I been working on um really I've been doing a lot of um, just a lot of work at work or whatever, really becoming like feeling like I'm an expert in this because y'all know I've talked about it a lot that I had experienced a lot of imposter syndrome. So I finally feel like this year is where I felt like I I got this, if that makes sense. Um, And that was a reassuredness that I think that I needed. Um, So I finally have reached that point. Also, too, with dating, um, and reaching a point where I finally felt like I was ready to date um, with intentionality and with purpose and not just as something to do, but really genuinely I'm looking for and, and ready to meet my life partner. Um, I have learned a lot of things about myself. Um, some things, a lot of times, because I've been working on, y'all know, across this journey, being more vulnerable and being able to talk about my feelings and emotions. Um, and in doing that, Someone else, um, you know, may hear them and interpret them based on their own traumas. And I'm, you know, basing my own feelings off of my own trauma. So one thing that I've been learning about is really owning my own feelings and recognizing that oftentimes they're not coming from the other person. But that person hit a boundary or a trigger. And now Mm -hmm. I'm realizing something from my childhood that's coming up for me, Mm -hmm. right? Like something that they said is making me feel like, oh, they think I'm fat or they think I'm, who is saying that, right? But the reality is, is that that's something that I've struggled with, body image and things, right? I've felt like I'm beautiful, but then someone in my family or someone else is like, oh, you done gained weight or, oh, you done this. Not realizing how much I've struggled over my life. I have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is a hormonal issue. So my weight fluctuates often and has throughout my life. Um, and so sometimes I may be smaller and sometimes I'm looking a little hefty, right? And I'm thinking that I'm so self-conscious, like other people are recognizing it or noticing it or saying it. And other people are thinking like, Parker, you're beautiful, right? And so when I'm dating and a man says something, I'm thinking like, oh, he's not attracted to me or he thinks this, or I'm thinking, you know, all types of crazy things that I've had to really get to the root of going down a journey of healing, um, and recognizing for so long when I was growing up, I, I, so many people had so many conceptions and thoughts about me that were so ugly and weren't really who I was. And I don't even know where they came up with it. Right. And so for so long, I was just like, forget other people. I don't care what people think. I'm gonna do what I want to do. I'm gonna walk around with glasses with the lens poked out. I'm gonna dress how I want. I'm gonna wear baggy dickies and airbrush with twisties on the side. And I'm going to a school with all white folks. But then you know what? Also too, I'm gonna change it up and I'm gonna wear six inch heels 
red heels as I'm ushering at church, right? Like I just was like, forget, I don't care what other people have to say. And as I've grown older, you know, eventually you realize at some point you do care, right? Especially about those who you love or want to love or are trying to build a relationship with, right? Um, And just realizing that these perceptions that I have that I think people think about me or that I, I've heard actual people say um, that are hurtful, just really healing, right? And so Shakira's talking about these um, videos that we've been listening to um, about really reprogramming our mind and our subconscious. There are so many things that we heard as children. I often heard all the time, a man doesn't want a fat woman. A man doesn't want a woman who's not well-kempt. You know, um, don't nobody want to deal with certain things. And, you know, um, emotions are for weak, for the weak, right? You wear your emotions on your sleeve and then people know what's wrong with you and they can control you. All of these things I've heard and have played in my psyche. And literally, mm-hmm. as soon as I'm triggered, I'm thinking that these things are truths, right? That that's what I feel. That's what I've known all these years. That has to be a truth. And the same amount of time that I was programmed with those things through childhood is the same amount of time that I have to spend reprogramming myself over the next few years, right? Yes. And so I've been doing a lot of affirmations. So the reprogramming that I've been doing is a self-love one where the beginning is so good because she talks about how oftentimes as children, just through growth and development, we took things that our parents did to heart and that we understood them in a different manner and in a more black and white manner in terms of, oh, you know, my mom was upset with me, so that must mean that I'm bad and that must mean that this is wrong. Mm -hmm. And it really reprograms that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay that you're not perfect. You're still worthy of love. You love your body. You love yourself. You love Mm -hmm. who you are and all these things. And that's something that I've been reprogramming my mind because most people know that you know, I have high confidence. I've all I love on other people, but there are things that others have said outside of me that have really affected me. Uh-huh. And I need to be honest about that and be honest and really heal from those things so that I'm not reacting to a person out of oh you saying this and you mean this because when I think I'm being disrespected, oh, it gets ugly. <laughs> I'ma just be honest. If I feel like somebody's trying to come for me, yeah. oh baby. It's bad, y'all. It gets <laughs> ugly. Yeah. And so that's something where I've had to realize, like, hold up, because normally when I'm uh, even killed, I can, you know, observe, understand where someone is coming from, recognize their own traumas. But as soon as one of my boundaries or one of my triggers is hit, baby. It's hard for me to process things from another person's point of view at that point. Um, And I only process things from the hurt child. So I completely agree with you about like this year has really been about, I would say, inner child healing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Inner child healing has been a a big thing this year. I agree. And I'm carrying that on into the ghetto 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That by the time I'm, I don't want to say finished with my reprogramming or... Even let me just say by the time I have children, I want to be able to identify um, what's going on. Like you said, the subconscious. Like I always used to tell Parker, like I always felt like through life I was on autopilot. Yeah. And that is what the subconscious is. Like someone say one thing to scare, boom, reaction. Mm-hmm. I wasn't giving it no chance to somebody to explain nothing, figure mm-hmm. it out. I'm just reacting. You said this to me, oh, I'm coming for your neck now. Period. Period. Yeah. 
Um, and that's what the subconscious is. Like Parker said, it's just you pretty much being on autopilot. So anything someone says is going to be a trigger. You're going to have a brash reaction. You're not going to be able to really, truly think all entire process through or really, truly think entirely of what someone meant even in the context of how they said it or what y'all discussing like it's been several times i know for me just in general that a trigger for me not since childhood but just a trigger for me is money mm. and it's been several times people have mentioned stuff about money or i see it on instagram i'm like Mm-mm. <laughs> next <laughs> the first up here talking about money they probably ain't got no money themselves <laughs> it's just like i get an automatic <laughs> disdain in yeah. my spirit <laughs> about certain things and it's okay and i think me and parker just want y'all to know like we are not perfect whatsoever of course i'm sure y'all know that but if anyone is struggling with these things they're like dang like why do i keep having a reaction to this or why am i triggered or why is this bothering me like really go within yourself to the inner child like what didn't you get as a child like talk about what affirmation didn't you get what you know, thing happened that set you off course down a certain path that you probably would have never gone down, but it's because one person said one thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if anything I've learned is that we just really have to be careful with our words. Yes. Like, I don't know who came up with the little saying, had to be something from slavery or whatever about sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Whoever came up with this obviously didn't read the Bible. Oh, come on. Because words have power. Yes. Words literally have power over you. What you speak over someone literally, and I'm not trying to get into no, like, talking about no witchcraft or nothing like that, but it really truths what they're saying. It is a spell. Yes. Seriously. If you think that you can't do it, you won't be able to. Nope. Literally, what a man thinketh, so a man he. does, does mm-hmm. it. And so mm-hmm. is he. Mm-hmm. So what you think on... It manifests in your life. So if you ain't doing nothing but thinking on the bad and thinking on what happened and thinking about what's going wrong, then that's all that's going to continue to be attracted and coming in because words and your thoughts have power. And so me and Parker, we're moving away from like thinking about stuff like, oh, no, it don't, it ain't going to bother me. Like, no, mm-mm. like this has power. I'm bringing this into captivity. Yes. I'm not about to let this control me. I'm going to get a grasp on this. And mm-hmm. often how so many things that we've been spoken over or spoken to besides like things that are, of course, prophetic in, um, imagery or whatnot. But when someone is speaking something negatively or saying something, it really truly is the enemy. Yeah. Seriously. Like when I think about it, when I was a little girl, I will never forget. People used to always be like, uh, I'll give her a hundred dollars and she could just sit down. If she could just sit down at some point, just she has too much energy, so much energy to sit down. Okay, over the course of my life, I was like, dang, like, am I doing too much? Like, dang, maybe I do need to learn how to rest. Maybe I do need to do this. And but something in my spirit was just like, no, when you're tired, you know, you do need to learn how to rest. Everything doesn't need to be a rat race. But then when I think about it, that was the enemy trying to stifle when I was a little girl. When right now I'm about to be a diplomat and I move every two years. Ooh, come I on. I have to have energy. Woo! I'm going to be going to different countries. Come, come on. on. Come on now. You're preaching. 
and was trying to stifle it in your childhood. Woo! Oh, my God. I'm just letting y'all know. I done thought on this thing multiple yeah. times, but I'm like, really, enemy? You mm-hmm. really, when you really be trying to come for us at that young of an age because oh, yeah. that's really when you're young you got imagination you can see things you can think of things and when that's stifled it's a wrap like mm-hmm. why do you think what we always talk about with the prison to pipeline literally like when they are stifling kids imagination when they stopping young black boys from reading books from having adventure in their mind from seeing certain things like it's stopping the pro- progress of your complete life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I just want to say anybody that has been struggling with a particular thing or something they were told as a child, really go back and untell that and then start to think about the dreams that you had as a child mm-hmm. and really align yourself with those things. Mm-hmm. That's my advice. Mm-hmm. On your end. Yes. <laughs> oh, ooh, that's so good that's so good because and it's so funny because this goes into a word that every new year i always ask god to kind of give me a vision for what the year will be come on y'all don't get a word with us yep (laughs) every every new year y'all know and literally god was showing me that um 2020 was like the year of fire Mm -hmm. like fire Literally, it just felt like everything was on fire. Like, oh my God. Like, you know, different things coming out about people where it's like, oh Lord, that's set on fire. This set on fire. This set on fire. But if y'all really know, oftentimes after a fire or, you know, in farmland and stuff like that, they will set a fire to kind of reset. And after the fire, the soil is even more fertile than what it was before. And so 2020 is truly a year of the fire, you know, happened and has cleared the mm-hmm. the path. But now it's time for new seed. And, and this is for anyone. This is an opportunity for you to really set your intentions and plant seeds this year of what you truly desire in your life. And not only in your life, but for the lives of future generations ahead. And that everything that's planted during this time is going to yield yield great harvest and will yield a multi a multiple harvest because the for, the soil is so fertile because of the fire right everything works together um in terms of the life that we live under god we oftentimes think of good and bad and evil and all these different things but we have to recognize that they all everything under the sun works for the good of those who love God and are caught according to his purpose, right? So this fire happening and the world really being set ablaze, now what's left behind, some people will leave and be like, oh, that's, we can't do nothing with that. That's not good. We 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 got to go elsewhere. But no, that is fertile soil, right? And, and I don't know mm-hmm. who this is for this year, but start again. Come Whatever on. it is, just like Shakira said about your childhood dreams, things that you've been thinking about forever. When we grow up, there are so many lies that we're taught about. Like if you make mistakes or if you do this and your life is off path, I don't care what it is that you've done. I don't care what it is or how far you feel like you've gotten away from your original dream, but dream again. 
This is the time and this is the season to plant those seeds for what it is that you truly have always desired. And literally, the world is shifting for it. My God, I genuinely felt like Shakira and I have talked about for years working from home (laughs) full time. The world shifted for us to be able to do that, right? And I'm not making light of the circumstances that have happened. It is a travesty. All of the lives that have been lost, it's a travesty how, you know, things have taken place in this country. It's a travesty. However, the the world shifts. And like I said, all things work together. And the only way that it will actually work for you is when you change your perspective. And that's where I'm going back to even thinking about rejection. Fire, right? Fire. And I really had to talk to myself about this because I'm like, Lord, do you just want me to be alone? Huh? Right? But if y'all have heard prior and most of y'all have been through with us on this journey y'all have heard previous podcasts about the fires we went through before Mm. it was a fire with me getting my car my god car broke into i mean all types of it was a fire with me getting this job and today is my two-year anniversary can you believe that y'all were listening the whole time with me trying to get interviews and it was a fire trying to go through getting interviews Looking for a job for a whole year, moving from Charlotte back up here. I mean, literally, so many different things. And the reality is, is when those seeds were sown, now I'm reaping the harvest. So I say all that to say, y'all, don't allow the rejection, the fire, the loss, um, the the sadness, the depression to allow you to not sow more seeds. That's what the enemy wants us to do. That's why the enemy starts when we're younger. Because if he literally could sow the seed in me of over-sexualizing me and making me think things about myself, I would never grow up to be where I am right now, where I'm actually making change, where now that we have a democratic senate, I'm going to be able to make a lot of changes that the little girl then, if I would have listened to what I was told, then I would have never thought I would be in this predicament now, right? I would have never thought I would be in this predicament to date for marriage and all of these different things if I would have listened to what I was told then and just stayed in that space. And it took work to break my mindset. And it's still taking work, as y'all can tell, because I'm still like, rejection, what is that? (laughs) What is that? (gasps) What? real quick because this is a year so y'all sees put it out there and speak it into yes, the atmosphere speak it speak to the atmosphere. but seriously though like parker makes great points like this is the year and just it's never too late you know i would say it's never like the prodigal son it's never too late oh, to yeah. come back mm-hmm. it's never too late to change your life around it's never too late like you said to dream um again and dreams are powerful y'all yes, they are. dreams are powerful like just think about it imagine yourself in it breathe it think about it every day even sometimes act it out y'all might think i'm crazy but sometimes i'd be up in my little mirror imagine myself as a diplomat yeah. shaking somebody's hand yeah hey, ain't nothing wrong Looking with them it. in the eye yeah. <laughs> okay. nothing's wrong with it no. nothing is wrong with mm-hmm. that and I can say everything, even though I know I've been talking about since I've had my little rejection moments. Parker had to remind me of the day. <laughs> I can say everything that I have been 
rejected for it always turned out to be better and mm-hmm. i don't want to say better than the thing itself but it has been best and customized for me yep Come seriously on. that's a word Woo. i've been working on me girl lord i'm taking that word for me too <laughs> customized okay. customized better tailor fit the tailor fit okay thank you you know it's one thing to put on a dress. It's another thing when somebody said, you know, I'm take you to this. I'm going to get you some fabrics. Ooh. We're going to put this little sequence on it. Come on now. We're going to take your measurements. Hello. We're going to make sure it's snatched. Snatched. And then, you know what else? Oh, come on, this is another word. Come, you know what's coming on. You know what else happens when you're getting fitted for something? Mm-hmm. Guess what? You got to keep coming back. Oh, my God. You got to keep coming back. And guess what? If God is continuously testing you, he's testing you for perfection. He's testing you to put that good suit on one day. You don't even know why. you just God. like, oh, God, I keep working on this. Lord, I keep messing and up. And it looked crazy at Lord, first. Ever. The bone in. The suit. Stick, this ain't no suit. The stick pin sticking. Right. Oh my God. Come on with the metaphor. You know I love a good metaphor. You know I love a good but metaphor. But when it's time Ooh, my for God. prime time, okay? okay. <laughs> my dad always talk about prime time. <laughs> when it's Ooh. time to wear that suit out, okay? Oh! People gonna be like, this is the baddest suit I done That's seen. Bad! Nobody know what you done went Sharp through to get it. Oh my God. Nope. They don't know how many times you had to go in. How many times you had to... Ooh, we're going to have to let this out a little bit. Yeah. Gain a little weight. Weight. They don't know. They don't know. Mm-mm. And we just love sharing life with y'all. I just really want to say that y'all have really been on this journey with us. We love sharing life with y'all to help anybody out there to understand that life is a process. Ooh. It's a journey. Right, it's the destination will be when you're dead. Literally, right? It's a journey. Every single day is a journey, and there are ups and downs, hills and valleys that we will go through. But the greatest thing that you can ever gain is perspective to understand where you are, so that you don't get stuck. Because I was listening to Kevin Hart the other day it was something he said. Because normally I'm like, mm, I don't know with him. <laughs> However, what he said was really good. He was talking about how many of us have been hurt. And we are so hurt and unwilling to change our perspective about the situation that we get stuck there forever. So wherever oh, you were hurt the most, you're stuck there, right? And the enemy would love that. We were, Shakira and I were saying prayers for one another the other day. If y'all know us, y'all know we some praying <laughs> jokers, okay? We some praying jokers. And literally, one thing that we were talking about was, um, goodness gracious, ego. Yes, we were talking about ego. We were talking about spirit. Okay. Shoot! Well, I just forgot what I was saying. Y'all, what was I saying? Uh, I was just talking about Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, and how he um, was basically talking about that at the end of the day, don't get stuck where you are. Now, if you don't get it from this, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, dang, it was about to be a hitter. But we was praying for each yeah. other the other yeah, we day. Praying for each other. Shoot. And we were talking about ego. And we were talking Y'all, this about. this with us every day, by the way. Oh, every day. <laughs> she know I forget where I'm going with that. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it'll be so good. It'll be so good. Oh. Like, I don't know. I only can, I only can tell you. She got the better married than me. 
Um, okay, Kevin Hart. We, yeah, we were praying. Stuck. We prayed for each other. When we talked about the prayer, it was about ego, being led by the spirit, or letting go of your ego so you don't be offended. Mm, I know we talked about we prayed about so much stuff. Okay. I can't remember. We're gonna come back. She's gonna remember. Gonna, I'm gonna remember y'all, remember. and it's gonna be a heavy header. I'm like, dang, I was getting in the sermon. <laughs> then my brain said, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> my brain said, no. <laughs> can't remember what I was about to say. It's gonna hit me later. But no, ego. That's one thing within this stuff right there, too. That's a whole uh, episode. Literally. Ego. The next episode will be ego, y'all. Oh, yes. <clears throat> it's going to be good because, oh, the ego can just, it's a protector, but it ain't always the best. It, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. it can take you from things that you're supposed to have mm-hmm. and take you to places where you're comfortable. That's the thing. The ego wants you to be comfortable. But everything that God brings to you is not about comfortability. Oh, yeah. Most of the things that God brings you is about growth. Oh, we. And growth is never comfortable. So, y'all be mindful of these Instagram posts. It's like, it's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to flow. It's supposed to be this. Okay, look, now. (laughs) You know you really at something that's supposed to be yours when you feel like everything is fighting you for it. I know I'm in the season of really meeting someone for me because everything is fighting me. I knew I was in the season of really finally getting the job of my dreams because everything was fighting me. And everybody was looking at me crazy like, girl, you just about to be broke forever. What is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Literally, I knew I was in the season. And Shakira can tell you, I didn't even fret or flinch when my car got broke into. And it's so funny because God showed it to me. Literally showed it to me. I knew that was the mark of I was going to get a new car when my car got broken into. There was something that was going to (laughs) happen that I wasn't able to drive it around. I knew my sister was going to have to drive me around for a little bit. Is that not crazy? It's the mark of the time. So if you feeling the struggle with something, please know help is on the way. You about to get what you're looking for. But go through that process to build your character because you don't want to get something. The worst thing. Is someone getting something and their character wasn't built for it. Oh. You'll never keep it. You'll never keep it. Why y'all think about so many of these businesses flopping? Oh, yeah. So many millionaires don't have what they have to sustain it. Or so many people right now just getting certain things quick, 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 famous. And next thing you know, a scandal comes out. Mm-hmm. They ain't had a character. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Getting your character built hurts like a mug it hurts bad because it's it's gonna force you to look at instead of well this happened this person did this to me well this didn't happen for me well i didn't have this resource now it's gonna force you to look at yourself yep (laughs) and how is it that you can be better and how is it that you can show up better and how is it that you can be a better steward? I mean, all of these different things or whatever. And I will say 2020 was that on steroids. Woo! If some of y'all out there feel hurt and feel like, I just meant to be a terrible person. It's okay. It's okay. You're not a terrible person. You are receiving the mirror yes. to help you fix it. And really grow and receiving a mirror to help you heal, like we said, that inner child. Come on. 
I'm screaming. This is a word. I'm screaming. I'm proud. I'm proud. I am proud. Mm-hmm. I know. And then, so, y'all, <laughs> you knew we was going to talk about this, though, because it happened just yesterday. And we had to talk about it right there. So that's, this is where the, the steel ghetto comes in oh, for of, real. The, of the podcast. Yeah. You want to go first? <laughs> I'll let you go first. I know you got a lot to say. Y'all. Who's Cracker Barrel and Piggly Wiggly employees? <laughs> I'm sorry to them institutions, but who let them <laughs> let them go yesterday to the Capitol? Lord Jesus! Then I saw some somewhere that said, "Oh, so this is what we using stimmies for now." <laughs> this was y'all stipends to travel. <laughs> to travel. Oh Lord, have mercy! With your Olive Garden. <laughs> And your Holiday Inn <laughs> and your Garden Inn, Marriott. Now, when Anderson Cooper said Garden Inn, Marriott, <laughs> I screamed. Woo! It's a couple of places, stop. y'all. Like we, we said, the Cracker Barrel, the Piggly Wiggly, the Flying J, the Quick Tricks. <laughs> Do I need to continue on? Y'all know I'm from South Carolina, so, so I you know, know. Ooh, all the places. The little barbecue pits on the side. <laughs> Lord have mercy, y'all. That <laughs> right there. First, I, white supremacy. Un- oh, yeah. White supremacy, treason. I mean, the list goes on. <laughs> the list goes on. Unbelievable. And I go to the Hill often, and I can tell y'all. I'm glad you the went amount, there. I hold. <laughs> my God. Thank you, Lord. Because the amount of security that you have to go through to get up there. I remember when we, this is when we was at Howard. When the lady had a mental health breakdown oh, yep. and had her child in the car and was literally, I think she had driven down a wrong a way. Wrong way. And she Cause kept it's going easy to do. And, do and she kept yep. going and they shot her y'all and killed five her. times. Not literally. Once. Yes. Shot in the car with her and her child in the car. Y'all one person driving. Y'all let all them jokers get up there. Then was pulling back the barricades. Like, I mean, y'all. Like, one of them had slipped somebody. One of the officers probably some little hair on. Oh, no. A meth or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then was like, well, come on in. Come on mm-hmm. in. I don't know what was going on. but It's, it's definitely. It was an inside job. Inside That's what I mean. Yeah. This is, this is heavily coordinated. Heavily coordinated. And, yeah, I. <laughs> it was something to see. It was something to see. A cyclone. Climbing up. I mean, black people could never. Could never. Never. Mm-mm. All I was going to say, please make sure, if it still exists, please make sure that they got both of us for the 60-minute special. <laughs> 30 years from now, when I'm sitting up, <laughs> my little suit on, I'll never forget that day. <laughs> it was January 6th, and I just so happened to turn on my computer. <laughs> We'll watch news. We'll watch no, news. we won't do that. Uh-uh. And I'm just looking. <laughs> Parker said it made it into the Capitol Rotunda. Uh, <laughs> when she told me that the girl was outside for a minute, yes. I said, they ain't going to get in. Then she started sending me pictures of them sitting in season in Nancy Pelosi's office. I said, what the hell? 
how hard it and is. And I work for the government. Yeah. So I know you have to have a badge. Yes. a lot. They broke in. Oh, people don't even enter in through those doors Lord. that they went through. Oh, my God. I said, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. This is a whole new time, y'all. <laughs> And and the reality is is that I want y'all to recognize because I'm me and Shakira both are huge history buffs, huge history buffs. We are in a third reconstruction period. The first one was right after slavery. That was a time where still to this day the most black elected officials existed. There was a new black South, right? And we were starting to make great change. Yep. Then after that, you saw the black codes coming in. You saw Jim, Jim Crow. Crow. You saw that the Thirteenth Amendment. Of course, they you know abolished slavery, but then you came in where you the criminalizing of black people, people right? Yep. So then moving on to the civil rights movement, where you saw a lot of change. We got a little bit of something, right? You got a lot of baby boomers who now have benefited off of you know uh, affirmative action and a lot of different things, right? It's a drawbridge method that they use where they let trickle in a little bit of us to say, hey. We're opening up the doors. The rest of them just aren't good enough. No, they allow us to trickle in. They give us a little bit. They allowed us to start getting educations, right? Let let us come to their institutions. Let us start working for their corporations, right? Allowed us to vote. But then they draw that bridge up, and then we have the war on drugs. Yep. Then we have, you know, um, mass incarceration. Redlining. Redlining, exactly. All of these different things, right? Then we're up until this point now where we have Trump. And now we have a, a, a blue everything, right? We have a trifecta, Democratic trifecta, Democratic president, Democratic Senate, Democratic House. Oh, yeah. We have the ability to change a lot they right now. Foot on their neck. This we, is the time to protest. This is the time. <laughs> and this is the time to make sure that y'all, every single election from now moving forward, the way that Stacey Abrams had Georgia showing up, that's how everybody needs to show up. This is our time. Either we can make third time a charm and really turn white supremacy on its head and break down the structures that have existed from the beginning of this country, or we can get a little stimulus checks, <laughs> okay? Get a couple more stimulus get a checks. Comfortable and get comfortable. Get a, about a all little this. more change, right? Get a few more people through the gate and then you're going to see that drawbridge go back up again. And they're going to separate us and say, oh, those on the outside, they weren't good enough. No, it's not they weren't good enough. Y'all let a few of us trickle through, drew up the bridge. And now you're creating a divide and saying it's because, uh, you know, they're poor. It's because they didn't work hard enough. Yeah, it's yeah. Because, and all of those things are stereotypes. Hello. Black people, yeah, other people workers. of color, hardest working people ever, right? Whether we had an education or not, we've always worked two, three, four, five times as hard, okay? So don't believe the stereotypes. But I say all that to say we are seriously entering into a third reconstruction. And you know, yesterday was the mark of that. You cannot make it up. We are the first black senator in Georgia. The Senate has flipped. First black senator in the South. In the South, Georgia, Georgia is blue. Yeah. yeah, Georgia is blue. Have a Jewish senator, huge, right? When I was working last year, everybody was like, "Oh, we're, it's not gonna flip. It's no way it's gonna flip." Does Stacey Abrams a bad 
MF her. Mother, shut your mouth. Okay? Mother, shut your mouth. She's bad. She lost unfairly and said, I'm not going to go and lick my wounds. I'm, I'm going to go. go back and do voter support. She said she could not get the role that she wants. Period. Mm-hmm. Until voter suppression is handled across the nation. Period. Hello. Hello. So yesterday we had the, the Senate flip blue. And we had these domestic terrorists. Because that's the mark. I literally, one of my professors that's a historian, he said that, he said, this is literally, this is the mark of something right now. Domestic terrorists coming in because they feel like they are losing the grip on their country. Coming in and terrorizing and thinking that they're going to stop the democratic process. We are a democratic country. Hello. The people. The people have spoken. Yeah. Yeah. The people have spoken. Not only in the popular vote, but also in the electoral electoral college. college. Thank you. Which needs to be abolished too, but that's another time. That's another day about that. Yeah. So literally yesterday was history and we cannot sleep on that. And this is the beginning, whether we want to talk about a physical all out like we're going to get the guns war but this is the beginning of a war y'all yeah and so black folks i need y'all to get it together when people come asking you to take these surveys when people come to ask you what you need i don't want to hear man just give me a pack of newports down here and i we done with that no we done settling for a little piece of newport and a little piece of smoke baby bag real yeah i'm done (laughs) We don't. I'm sorry. A little piece of smoke, baby, back real. I ain't trying to be ignorant. No, you're telling the truth. And this is the time to formulate what are our asks. Come on. What are our asks? Black leaders, I need y'all to come together. The Tamikas. Yeah. What are our asks? The Jay Morrisons. Yeah. The Angelas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Sean Kings. Mm Mm-hmm. The, um, what's the dude, um, Benjamin Crump, the NAACP, the Urban League. Yeah. The Lynx, AKA Delta, Omega, Kappa. Yeah. Phi Beta Sigma. Come on. Zeta. SG Rose. Yeah. It's time. What's our ask? What is the ask going to be? Because. And not being afraid and not sitting over here on this Twitter BS that we done seen. Oh, they give me a hundred million dollars or a book on how to get a hundred million dollars. I'll take the book on how to get a hundred million dollars. Y'all, we have been sold a lie. Let me be very clear. uh, Come on now. Take your money that you deserve based off of what us and our ancestors have done. We need reparations. I don't care what people are going to decide to do with their money. That's not that don't have nothing to do with me. I don't care what people, oh, they may spend it up and all. That does not matter. Reparations, if you go back and do the math on the wealth in this country and the work that we have done that we have not been paid for, Michelle. there's no way that we will ever mm-hmm. economically catch up in this lifetime without receiving reparations, reparations. Period. period. So I'm tired of people like, oh, I'll just work for We've been working for it. You saying that you'll just work for for it. Let's go back to this too. What is wrong with black people? Why do we keep demonizing handouts? Give me a like a handout, please. Oh, we Today. deserve it. And it ain't a handout. It's not a handout. We worked that's for it. We worked for it. We worked, and that's but my that's whole point. Thing. Everybody keep looking at it like I don't want nobody giving me nothing. What is 
wrong with you? That is literally coming from white supremacy. <laughs> it, it seriously, it is a a stereotype that has continued to be perpetuated. White people love nepotism. Oh, they love it. They love handouts. They consistently give it to one another or whatever. Absolutely, it is a stereotype that has continued to be built to really is is promulgated on our forced labor. I'm going to say that you need to work 40 hours a week or else you lazy or else you don't deserve a stake in our country or what Fortune 500 uh CEO do you know that work 40 hours a week? Help Not me. Many. No, they been working from home oh, and been working out on their blackberries, <laughs> been working from another country, all of these things. But have you thinking that you lazy if you decide to call off to take care of your child? Y'all have to recognize when we have the manipulation. Exactly. Of the mind. Us as black people specifically have never been lazy. And it is never lazy for someone to decide, hey, even if they're experiencing poverty, I want to stay home to take care of my children. That's not that's not demonizing any other culture but ours you can stay home that is honorable also right so you have to recognize when you sitting over here talking about oh give it to me i'll work for it you are a part of the problem you are a part of the one somebody allowed your black ass <laughs> to trickle through that drawbridge that i just talked about and i'm not making this up when i was in grad school this, this is an economic mechanism that that is talked about in economics the drawbridge method. They do it in real estate. They do it in multiple other uh, other Indu- ways mm-hmm. in industries to make sure that they only allow a few amount of people to get in to get the benefit, right? Majority them, a few of us so that they can say, mm, we got our numbers, right? This is equitable because we allowed a few more in. And then we'll just say the others weren't qualified. Come on. Right? We'll put these, we'll continue to move the mark. So I I want to be clear when it's time, we're saying all of this, that when it's time to make the ask, we need bold ask to say we deserve this, This. not, oh, I'm working for, no, we've been working for this. Your ancestors have died for this. Hello? Them steps that they was walking up on yesterday at the Capitol, we built that. And I was talking about that too. Built it so good. That they still couldn't get through the door. Ancestors was holding them doors together. They, they, had, to they had to break a window and go through a window yep. to get in. And they've been doing that for years. Hello. Stealing, raping, pillaging, exploitation, mm-hmm. injustices, yep. lying, mm-hmm. bigotry. Mm-hmm. Can I try continue on? Hello. Hello. Hello recognize your power so that's something that's a part of the seeds recognize what you would like your ass to be because when i get to going out here doing my research to ask i don't want to hear you sitting up here talking about i'll take whatever you give me that's a lie no it ain't about no beggars can't be choosers we are not beggars exactly hello we have built and we have our stake in this country. And be decisive. Be decisive. What is it that would actually help you achieve economic mobility? And it don't just have to be entrepreneurship. 
please. That is not for everyone. It don't just have to be entrepreneurship. If that is for you and that is truly a desire of your life, awesome. If there is something else that you feel would aid in the economic mobility of your life, because even if number one is housing. Hello, come on. If you don't have nowhere to live, what are you doing? Come on. And if you're living at a rate that costs you two thousand dollars a month and you have to work ninety hours. Where are you living? Hello. Why are you even paying for it? You yeah. might as well just work, uh, live at work. Come on. Yeah. What you working 90 hours a week for to pay $2,000 mm-hmm. a month and you only sleep in there for two hours? Yeah. And I just say, y'all, just really make sure that you have your ask together and not just with Congress. I know we've been talking about a lot with Congress and black leaders coming together, but genuinely like. I feel like HR policies are going to start changing. People are going to start trying to implement things in the favor of um, HBCU graduates or people of color and really not being ashamed to take those opportunities or fellowships or scholarships or even shadowing opportunities with the whole CEO of the company or something. Don't feel like, oh, they're going to be looking at me or like Like I'm a charity case. case. No, Mm -hmm. like this is your Rhyme, and you're right. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Let's get our ass together in 2021. It is absolutely necessary. Hello, like we, our ancestors have paid for this. We have paid for this, even in ways that you know some people don't even recognize. And it's time for us to really grow economically within this country. The 400 years is up. It's our time now. And when the ask comes, now that we have a majority, even in terms of there are going to still be some conservative folks who may be like, oh, well, I don't know. But really doing your research in, within your own history to recognize why things are the way that they are and not sitting over here trying to put it on uh, we lazy or some type of mess or whatever. So this year, once again, please sow your seeds. This is a year of, of fertile soil. Soil is fertile after the fire. And this is a year to ask. This is a year to heal. heal. Okay. Time for yourself. Yes. You don't have to be seen to be great. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Don't let social media affect every facet of your life. Take some time to yourself. Really think about what it is that you need to be your best. And also, we about to have boobs too, okay? I'm hey. claiming that. Shakira got her boo. I'm about to have my boo, Come okay? On, I'm about to have my boo, and we about to move into black families. Hello, the black family unit. So, we just love y'all. We're so excited. We're going to come up with a cadence that's much better for y'all. So it's not every, you know, couple of months are sporadic. <laughs> you know, we really were resting last year. Yeah. And we also are thinking about doing some conversations on Clubhouse. So let us know yes, what y'all think about that. Because so many people have told us like, oh my gosh, I wish I could be talking with y'all while y'all are having these conversations. And Clubhouse is really a platform where y'all will be able to do that. So let us know. Get invites. Yeah, yes, yes. Get the invites. And let us know what topics y'all will want us to talk about. And also don't forget that we usually have a questions portion so start DMing us some questions about which y'all would want us to answer during that segment of the show. Yeah, so I think it's time we close this thing on out. 
Flip your hair, bow your head, and close your eyes. God, I thank you for making me bougie and ghetto. I thank you for making me so cold that I can rock Jordans or stilettos. I thank you for my haters, motivators, and duplicators. I thank you for my friends, family, and my enemies. God, I thank you for the way you uniquely made me. We want more money and no problems, more love and no drama. Help us to always remain 10 toes down. And as queens, we can never let anyone take our crown. And in Jesus' name.